Beyond Yacht Rock, Yacht and Yacht, Volume 80, we're counting them. No, no we're not counting them down. We're counting them down. Okay, we Whatever. Counting them up. Get it together, Jamie. You, you wrote it in. You said, is this song Yacht and Yacht? And uh, we're going to tell you if they are because we're the experts. My name is J.D. Riznar. Hollywood Steve. Dave. Hunter. All right, this song is on shuffle, so this is not the song that we're covering first. We're <laughs> back, back in the saddle, boys. Wow. Classic. Good to be back. Uh, okay. You're two for two so far. <laughs> We're counting down shuffles. <laughs> Thad Bradley Lewis. Blowing the rust out. At Thad Can you say that name again except with a little more pronounced Michigan drawl? Thad Bradley Lewis. Thank you. At Thad 86. Thad writes, any late era yet rack love for Anita Baker's sweet love. Phillin Gaines and DaCasta both involved in a killer bounce. This is from Anita Baker's 1986 album Rapture. Anita started in the Detroit Disco Group Chapter 8 in the late <laughs> 70s. That's bankruptcy, right? <laughs> I think it's Chapter 11. Oh, oh, Chapter. Oh, I'm thinking of. Oh, there's uh, a Chapter. Eight. Isn't there a Chapter 8 bankruptcy I've, too? Though? I think there's a lots of different chapters. There's several What's chapters. The, of oh, I'm thinking of uh, Section 8 housing. Get your phone out, Steve. Internet, Dave. Section 8 housing is the, you know, like when you need housing assistance. It's yeah. also what Klinger was going for in MASH. He wanted that Section 8. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, it was on uh, that, 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 that disco group was on Areola Records. I know. It kind the of, most disco record label of all time. Yeah, it kind of flows off the tongue. <laughs> is it one of those names that you hear, hey, I'm on Areola Records, and then you walk away, and then you're like, wait a second, he just said Areola Records. Um, Who wouldn't want to be on Areola? If you were a disco band, wouldn't you want to be, it's either Casablanca yeah. or Areola. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two names in disco as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Anita Baker, she did her solo debut in 83 with a straight R&B album called The Songstress, which had a couple C-level yacht studio guys on it. So she's coming into this one as a pretty hardcore R&B performer. Uh, is she making her first dip into yacht rock here in 1988? There is a song on Songstress that looked like the yacht or not in the future. Yeah. It was, okay. it was written by some yacht, or yacht guys. Was this 88 or 86? Uh, 86. Got it. <laughs> well, still. It's yeah. I mean, so 86. They're both numbers. 86 is late. 88 is really late. But that's about the time the Christians would have started embracing, like catching up to the trends. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, did you figure out which section eight is the? Uh. So or, chapter. No, Chapter 8 Bankruptcy, it's not a big one. The main chapters of Bankruptcy are 7 and 11 and maybe 13. Chapter 8 Bankruptcy would be if... It's when your disco label collapses. That too. (laughs) 86 Uh, would have been the right time for that. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Chapter 8 Bankruptcy is if a state government has financial problems and the federal government has to step in to bail them out. It's It's not often used, but it does... It does technically exist, apparently. Just state governments? Uh, like, so the Detroit, like maybe, maybe yeah. city governments? Because de- didn't Detroit go through bankruptcy? And uh, that was in like Cleveland went through bankruptcy. Cleveland went through bankruptcy, I think, in the '80s. But Detroit, yeah. Detroit. I thought, I thought it just recently happened. Yeah, it was like a few years ago. 
And probably Flint. Like maybe two years ago, they, they got it back together. This feels like a bridge song from, from Yacht Rock to like 90s R&B pop. Like your light stuff. I think this is a fire keeper. This would be something that would be good. It would be fire good for the boat? Good. No, because I, I don't think fire keepers are necessarily on the boat unless they fucking nail it. Yeah. Fire keepers are more like we would have been Yacht Rock in the prime era of Yacht Rock, but uh, now we're something a little different because time has passed. And they're, and, and they're a little younger, too. Like, I mean, Anita Baker, I don't think she was... I think she was probably the same age as most of the Yacht Rock guys, but she peaked later. Mm. Whereas those guys, I mean, they were probably in their late 20s, and by the time you're in your mid-30s, you're looked at as old. Yeah, and when you're Michael McDonald and you look 50, you're definitely looked at as old. Um, so, th- like, that opening was such an R&B song opening. It's almost like, keep me off yeah. the boat. I don't yeah. want to be on the boat. I don't think we, I don't think this song wants to be on the boat. Yeah, this is this is on solid ground. Um, I also, you know, hats off to her naming uh, her album after the most famous Blondie song. And the most famous Morbid Angel song, arguably. Good point. And the best goddamn thing that can happen to this cursed planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go 39. I'm gonna go. You know, I was thinking about giving this some boat love until the intro begged not to be put on the boat. So I'm gonna give it a 49. I'm gonna give it a 44. I'm gonna give it a 49. Also, I uh, I, would, I probably would have given it a 50, but after hearing some of her, her other stuff, I don't think this is the her. She's yeah. She can she can do better. She can do better. Yeah. I think this is just her most famous song. Uh, so forty five point two five. Next one written in by Landoid via email, and Landoid writes, "What would yacht punk even sound like conceptually?" I submit this: Bonnie Hayes and the Wild Combos, Girls Like Me from the Valley Girl soundtrack of the era. Check. Regional LA. Jack. Piani. Jack. Doobie bounce. Ramped up. Jack. No personnel of note. Concur? I gotta stop reading all the emails. Because <laughs> this guy, everything he checked checked off isn't tr- isn't right. Well, there's not even a piano in it, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's a piano. Um, it is of the era. Okay, okay, yeah, it is, okay. And I think it is from L.A. He's just checking the wrong boxes. Well, they're checking a lot of, like, meaningless boxes without context. Yeah. So it doesn't make... It, 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 it only makes a... It only makes... It's... You, we have stuff that's out of there. And the era typically just makes it sound right. Right, right. But... I guess it doesn't have to be, but you can tell when something's after '84 or before '76. Yeah, like it's tough. fucking difficult. It's yeah. hard. To, it's hard on those fringes too. Yeah, like post '84, the production techniques just start changing. Changing before they and they they weren't slick before 1976. They were right. very, they're very much more rough. Very right, grainy. Yep. Um, this is from the '82 album "Good Clean Fun." Uh, Bonnie Bonnie Hayes is a songwriter. Uh, not at all a yacht rocker, not even close. 
So uh, I'd say this is a little closer to new wop than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, I would say, new wave with a bent to new wop. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I like it. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like new wave in general. Yeah, but this is a new wave song. Is it sub twenty where you're angry? No, it's sub ten where you're angry. I I wouldn't be angry unless he said Doobie Bounce ramp up check. I forgot if it's sub t- sub ten is cocky. angry. Oh yeah. Do you have the ability to play this at thirty three instead of forty five? No. I don't think we're gonna find that doobie bounce that he's talking about, even if we slow it down. I no. thought it was the teens were angry, it's just, it, but it's single. Yeah, I think it's below ten is anger. All right, I'll give this an eleven. I, I hear what he's going for with that. There's yeah, I can I can hear it a little bit. I, yeah, I can I, I can pick little bits out. But it's the bass line that's doing it. It's like when people tell me that the Who is R and B, and I'm like, what? What? Um, you ever heard the Who's cover of Please Please Me by James Brown? Is it R&B? No, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's on their first album. The Rolling Stones are inspired by the original R&B and blues greats. Really? I, well, I hear well, they're, they're, they're early. My, yeah. trained ear, my untrained ear does not hear that kind if of stuff. If you, you have to listen. the early albums where they're covering they're, yeah, more of that like Their stuff. first albums were mostly covers. Yeah, yeah. entirely covers. covers. Yeah. yeah, or their best albums. <laughs> yeah. All right. Not, not the early albums. Um, I'm going to give this one a 19. I really like the song. Me too. I've never really heard it. Well, I'm sure yeah. I've heard it somewhere, but I've never I feel like it. this is when the girls were dancing around in their, well, they're having a sleepover or something. Perfect. I think that's what, that's what girls do at sleepovers, right? They get in their mm-hmm. underwear and dance around with each mm-hmm. other. That I mean, that's that's what I would do if I were a girl at a sleepover. I mean, that's, that's what, what we what do after all these podcasts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys. Now was, we have a new song. Yeah, I'm sitting at a table. My my pants are already down, and I got a I got a pillow at my feet, ready to smack one of you guys with it. Oh my goodness! I hope it doesn't have those sharp feathers that you always use with the sharp. No, ends. I filled it with broken glass. Okay, it's much better. Well, I always pre-tear my feather pillows, so yeah. After a good couple of whacks, it just goes in the air. Oh, yeah, it's good for your allergies. That's the yeah. most fun. It's my. It's like it's like leave and go to the hospital for and my then, asthma. Then you then Hunter starts sneezing and the they go up all over. Yeah, it just never stops. It's and so, then JD so falls fun. asleep and just and starts snoring and one feather's going up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, we have fun. Uh, Steve, did you give a number? Uh, oh no, I didn't. Uh, I'm gonna give it a 17. I give it a nine. Oh, you're angry about it. A little cocky. Look, yeah, that that yeah. doobie bounce was a little, a little cocky. Yeah, yeah. He was he was stretching. Yeah. See, he was kind of he was it was a soft it was a soft cockiness. He was he was uh, kind of like you know of the era. This is true. He's going with a lot of numbers stuff without a lot of. Uh, this this would have been a great inclusion on the, on, on the Rhino Records 15 volume new wave compilation series. I'm disappointed. And now that I hear this, I'm disappointed they didn't put it on there. 15 volumes and they missed this one. Yeah. This Go is a fucking figure. This is a song that slipped through the cracks. This is a great song. It really is. Guess you're... Guess no girls haven't made you watch this movie before. Um, 14. That is not... Well, if you know us, you know we love a song with... This title, but 
Is it good for the boat? This is uh, from YT via email. He writes, My friend and I have been arguing if balance is hot summer nights. From the album Balance is Yacht Rock. About the only thing we agree is that if it is, it's a Toto sound. We need this settled. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, hold the line. Okay, is, do you get- is YT's middle initial N? Probably. Because I really want it to be. <laughs> This is via it's via email. I don't get a lot of information on their names. Do you I I wrote a lot of stuff here, but I'll just talk to you guys. Do you guys remember me making you listen to Balance on a couple of times? Yeah. A couple of instances saying I don't know if this is yacht rock or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So this guy must have sweet friends, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um yeah, this so balance. I found balance uh, for the Yacht York episode. Yeah, okay. And it didn't make the cut, but I didn't even show it to you guys because yeah. I was like, I'm so unsure about this. I don't know if you guys, if I'll get yelled at, or if, uh, or just not. Or you guys just won't listen to it, which is what usually happens. Um, that that song was no getting around my love. Uh, but balance was an AOR band, and I think he probably. 100% is that mm-hmm. out yeah. of uh, New York City fronted by Pepe Castro of the Blue Magoos which uh, I think I know from the from Nuggets the Nuggets compilation not the porn mag what every was, time what was in that <laughs> uh, it's a good magazine it was hard to find and they eventually folded because they couldn't find enough uh, amputees to feature in their their magazine uh, uh, <laughs> In uh, in uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, one of the porno mags in the in the uh, in the back of the, the if you if you walked into one of the uh, the Seven uh, Elevens or whatever, there's there's a porno mag for amputees. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so good. Uh, anyways, let me think of that. Uh, balance. Uh, so balance also had Bob Kulick in the band, brother of Bruce. Uh, and even though Bruce played in Kiss for a while, it was Bob who was beaten out by Ace Freely originally. I don't know if there's any uh, Bruce Kulick fans. In sure, yeah. Uh, but more to Yarrock on this album. Andy Newmark was in the band, and I mentioned him a bunch by this to- point, but uh, while his style varied, uh, Andy Newmark is a legit Yarrock drummer, which is why I think he gets some, I think he gets some Jeff Picaro on this. And... Uh, yeah, I think this is a tough one. The balance is tough. This is a tough one. It's You can definitely hear the Toto thing, but a lot of times when we say when Toto rocks so well, the thing that brings him back is Bobby Kimball. And do they have that kind of smoothening in the vocals to make the, the sort of harder rocking? If this was a Toto album, I think, I think this album would get a lot more consideration for being on the boat. Mm-hmm. And... And we probably would have a song on there right now. It might be too rocking at times, but that's uh, that's like a Toto. I've got to employ the the um, Brody Index here. Brody Index. <laughs> okay, I'm at a party. Brody spinning yacht rock. And you just play what a fool believes. Goes into this. I'm on board. I'm on board. It's got a good guitar. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of digging this. What year is it from, did we say? 81. Oh. I, it's 
somewhere around there. I didn't write that down. So come with me. So another. That's the thing. It has other. It has yeah. elements of other shit in it that makes it hard to. But it's not hard. It's definitely not hard enough. It is kind of kind of candy ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. Um. Dave, he used your word. Yeah, yeah, it made me giggle. Made me snort, actually. I don't know if that came through. Now, my ratings, uh, another rating philosophy I have is when I rate songs between 50 and 59, those are songs, okay, they're Yacht Rock songs. I don't want to hear them on a playlist, though. They're too borderline. I'm going to give this one a 59. Wow, good for you. The thing is, is also, the thing about this band is they have some... They have a little doo influence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But these guys are from New York. Yeah. So they, so I kind of like, I look at it as they're, them and like uh, Franca and the Knockouts mm-hmm. are very the Toto-esque, but you, but you can tell they're New York Toto-esque yeah. and not necessarily the West Coast. There's a nerdiness of this music and the smoothness. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say 55 and I will say this is now my second favorite song with the title Hot Summer Nights. Come grab a drink with us if you want to hear a better one. Yeah. I'm giving it a 50. I was going to do the exact same thing okay. because that seems like the most balanced rating I could give it. Yeah. <laughs> to balance. Yeah. Well, that, that's okay, though. These guys are on the boat. Mm-hmm. They're on the New York boat. Very unusual they're Yacht on, Rock They're on the boat. Staten Island It'll Ferry. Fade. Yep. It's a uh, 53.5. That's Yacht. This next song written in by Alex Dowson via email. It's Falling by Charlie Dore. And Alex writes from 1981 album, Listen! Listen! <laughs> I love it. I love when albums have exclamation points. Yeah. All right. From 1981's album, Listen! As uh, by Lanza personnel from Jeffrey Jeff and Mike Vaccaro to Steve Lagerler, Lenny Castro and Victor Feldman, plus lyrics about a fool and plenty of e-piano. Charlie's voice veers a bit into Joni Mitchell territory, but do the other elements lift her onto the boat? Did you say Ro- Robbie Buchanan's on synth on this too? Just I <coughs> looked that up. Um, so apparently Charlie Dore is a British actress and singer. Um, I don't know about this song, but I did, I did look, peruse her album, and I noticed I saw a familiar name, and she has a version of Melissa Manchester's "You Should Hear How She Talks About You," and that we yacht or yacht, and I put on the boat with a 51 because I think there's something in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys didn't put it on, but uh, but I agree, it's not quite in the yacht pocket, but that I think she is is able to put that song in the yacht pocket. But this one, this one, I don't know. This one, I'll tell you about this one. This, cor- this, this verse that I'm listening to right now, it's got a lot of yacht elements. It sounds like it fits. It sounds like it fits. The chorus, it sounds like a Livy Newton-John song, the kind that I'd knock off the boat and Hunter would get mad about. So if I were Hunter, I'd throw this right on the boat. No, you're, yeah, I'm much more complicated than what you have figured out in your head, mm. JD. I know. No, this the production's not there for me. Okay, the yeah. production's not there. The drums are very basic. 
the drums are Jeff Beccaro. Yeah, possibly. I think there might have been another Maybe. drummer on this. Is that yeah, but oh, I mean, the album. Oh, it's the album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but listen to what he's doing here. It might not be Jeff. Okay, now it it got a little more interesting. If this makes the boat for me, it's barely. Yeah, me too. I like this this bridge. This part's nice. This is that bridge that you take from the dock onto the boat. What do you, what do you call those? Gangplank? Sure. Is that not it? I don't know. <laughs> is that another euphemism, Dave? <laughs> no, I mean, he looked at me like he's like like I'm an asshole, like a shirt. <laughs> like the way you the way you tell your kid that's getting on well, your nerves. Well, listen, like, when you, okay, when you, fine, when you're you, right. When you say gangplank, mm-hmm. it sounds like a whole. You wonder a little. It sounds bit. like a whole group of people doing something. Yeah, planking. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, what's that's the? I know it's an older fad. Fifty-one. See, I just don't like this. This is the most yachty 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 part. This is so yachty. The music, but not her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good point. I can't not put this on the boat. Fifty-one. Wait, you gave it a fifty-one. I'm giving it fifty-one as well. There's, there's like this, there's this element of British folk hippie bullshit in this. Yeah, that's that's what I'm having a hard time getting past. I'm also not a fan of those chimes. And there's some hippie stink on this that I'm having a hard time getting over. I like this because it picks up. It bounces a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I think like I'm going like I love my I love chocolate and you're like I love peanut butter and we're colliding to make a delicious yacht rock treat. Wait, what? I don't know. We're I just think hippie bullshit and yacht and. All I'm saying is I like one part of the song for the boat. You like another oh, part of the song for the boat. But not the one who's singing it. I think that's enough that you, that you sort of have to say, well, maybe this deserves to be a yacht rock song. To the thinnest of margins. Or give it a 90. I don't give a fuck. Gene Yasky does what he wants. I want to hear what Steve has to say. I think for I think for me it's close but not quite there. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it a 48. Listen, I'll give it a 50, cause it's right there. But she has there's she has stronger stuff where she she's not I'm gonna say this she's not very good a lot of throat singing in this mm-hmm. not a very good singer she's not in a, in a genre yeah, like it's a genre where that's typically it's coming from deep within like mm-hmm. you got a lot of you know got a got a lot of soulful singing in it yeah this has zero and this could have been a lot better with a little bit of soul and doesn't have it. but I'm gonna give it 50 because it does have the it does have the backing of a Yacht Rock song, and she's... She, this is okay. If my math is correct, that gives us a 50, right? That gives us a 50. So it's on the boat. That's Yacht Rock. It's right where it deserves to be. Song 4! It's written by Mike Todd. At Mike Todd... 614 if you want to follow him on Twitter for more of his sweet yacht, yacht and yacht suggestions. Takes. This is Sweet Merrily by Donnie Iris and the Cruisers. Ooh. 
I love Donny Iris. Yeah. The drumming in this does it for me, and the opening of this song is... I'm, I was right there, but then as it keeps going... Mm-hmm. Does do it. So this is off 1981's King Cool. Such a good album name. <laughs> Who do you think you are, King Cool? I yeah. might have that album. Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, does that have Alia on it? No. I don't know. No. no. He's warming up with... He's getting there with this song. Um, no, no personnel on this. Guitar... I think the guitar's pretty good on this. Don't like the singing. Some of the background vocals are okay but and that doesn't do it for me uh and this is dying for an e-piano isn't this always like isn't this also kind of like a reggae inspired song am i hearing reggae anyway that's irrelevant there is a little bit of a caribbean caribbean bounce um donny iris he's a buddy holly glasses guy if you've never seen him and I love him. When I worked at the All Music Guide, do you remember that uh, company, yeah. Steve? Yeah, I remember that company. I, I, my job was to type in uh, album credits into the computer. It's called data entry. But as I was typing in, I would get to listen to the album. I li- and so this 20th century master's Donny Iris comes in. He looks like he's having a lot of fun on the cover. He's kind of got his hands on his hips. He's laughing, you know. He looks like King Cool. He looks like King Cool. I'm like, I want to listen to this guy. So I listened to him, and I heard songs like this and Aliyah. I'm like, oh, that's a guy who sings Aliyah. Uh, and a, a, other great songs that surprised me. He was in a band called The Jaggers, who you may remember if you like oldie radio. Oh, yeah. There's a like song that. called The Rapper. Yeah, it was one of those old 70s AM gold classics. Rap, rap, rap. They call him The Rapper. But not talking about a hip-hop guy. Talking about a Something guy who likes to talk a lot. Ah, a Dave Lyons he's type, a, if you will. He's got what, a what do you mean? I don't, what do you, I, I don't get it. Um, so. We call Dave Lyons' rap crap. You, you also call me The Crapper. I've heard that before. Well, I think you've earned that title. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, so the production of this song, though, as much as I love Donny Iris, the production's way too rich, way too, like, blown out 80s, sweet, sweet, fucking yeah, cool. Arena rock. Those, those, yeah. yeah, the vocal harmonies really take me out to the arena. Yeah, he's not in the, in the Santa Barbara Amphitheater opening for Kenny Loggins. Right. And that guitar is a little too raw mm-hmm. for to, to get the sound really, really right. Digging this song. Yeah, it's a good song. It is. Donnie Iris has some beautiful treasures. Um, I will give it a... I like that's opening, though. Yeah, I mean, there's there... You see the question enough for that I'll give it a... A little bit. 22. 22. A little police-esque. Very police ass. Yes. Yeah, 18. There you go. I've changed to 18. Uh, this guy's trying to be synchronous. It is. It totally is. Yeah. It wasn't yacht. I mean, Jeff Picaro could. That's the reggae I hear. He can, he can, yeah, he can lay down a groove like this. Mm-hmm. Um, especially that opening. But uh, I was looking at more of that. But you're right. This is definitely the police. Okay. I'll go. Uh, I'll go 26. That's exactly the number I was thinking of. All right. We're in each other's heads. Yep. Ew. Did it, did it again. What's going on in here? Dave, you don't want to... You don't, don't go in that closet over what's, what's there. What's under no. here? What's no. under this rug? No, no, no. You don't want to see that. You don't I, want to uh, see that. I'm giving it a 29. Because there's... 
there's some good instrumentation on here. These guys, they would have honed it right. They got skills. They, they got the skills to, to be a Yacht Rock band, so I'm giving them props for that. So we'll give them a 29. Uh, 24.75. That's me. This song has a little bit of reggae in it, don't you think? A little reggae in this little song? Reggae. Like, like an element? This is written in by James Burke at Ja Burke, 19, 1966. It's called Love is Fun. <laughs> Old Van Riznar had to uh, adjust his he glasses. Was, he was either surprised or I can't see ah, with my, yeah. my, my, my Blurred up, it's all fingerprinty, nearsighted glasses, so I have to lower them to read in it's this dimly lit room. Um, it was so, either Jaburk <laughs> walking in a bikini down the beach, <laughs> or it was uh, 1966, so apparently. Ad, I can't read the number. At Jaburk 1966, Love Has Found Its Way by Dennis. This Dennis Brown wrote this song and performed it. And, he, and uh, James Burke says, Um... Could Yacht Reggae exist, man? I wouldn't have thought so, but this kind of works, man. Smooth bounce, nice horns, jazzy chorus, man. I don't know, man. You nailed Philip Michael Thomas doing his, his Jamaican character Thank in you Miami very much. <laughs> That's what I picture James Burrow looks like. James Burke. Burke. <laughs> Jaberk. Uh, this is off 1982, so it is of the era. Oh, it's 1982. That was when Ronald Reagan was president. Uh, Reagan's and the Fagans running wild. Reagan. This is Reagan reggae. <laughs> uh, this is off Love Has Found Its Way, which is the name of the song. Uh, no one of note on the album. Closest thing is a uh, yeah, there's a Burt Backrack song on there, but it's not not yet at all. Uh, yeah, so Dennis Brown is from Jamaica. Uh, At least he's authentic. Yeah, and he had been around since the 60s. Bob Marley even cited him as, as his favorite singer and called him the crown prince of reggae. Ah. Was he being sarcastic? No. Oh, cool. Um, you did, I don't think yacht reggae exists. I haven't heard it. <laughs> I, if it does, if it's if it doesn't, it's been adopted by some pathetic bearded white guy. Yeah. If it's song are somewhere. You, you talking about Bertie Higgins? I'm talking about us. Oh. No, he said pathetic. No. Oh. Not Bertie Higgins. Sorry, I thought I heard handsome. <laughs> this is yeah. This is um, what you call regular reggae. Or re- reggae. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you like portmanteaus. Um, That's the best one yet. Boy, if you only had one more genre left. <laughs> 15. JD is the resident reggae. I found as we've gone through this, JD is the re- resident re- reggae authority. Oh, yeah. Expert. <laughs> he hears I, it. He hear hears it. it even when it isn't there. I hear it everywhere. <laughs> Um, I'll go, I don't know, 25. What was Ricky Henderson's number, right? I don't remember. Yeah. This, there is something smooth, smoother than most reggae in this song. Mm-hmm. That's why I gave it a 15 instead of a 1. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of it has to do with, I think he was a, uh, he was more of a, just a, a singer 
Like, like. Yeah, he wasn't like he wasn't necessarily a singer-songwriter as much as he was just a guy with a really good voice. Well, I mean, like, so Bob Marley came out in reggae be- and became like Peter Tosh and stuff, rather than like Jimmy Cliff, who was a, like a singer with a beat. And so this guy kind of he's not doing any tropes and cliches in, in here, throwing anything that a, that a white reggae band would throw in their songs, like, yeah, man. He's not doing any of that stuff. Um, he's just a singer, so... Yeah, it's not hitting you over the head with it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I need to change my number. Ricky Henderson was number 24. He was number 99. <laughs> <laughs> See, because Ricky, Ricky, if you say it with a Jamaican accent, kind of sounds like reggae. So I think Dave might be our new resident reggae expert. Yeah, keep with shifting. In, with insight so like I'm that. I'm going with 24. Well, he was 24 when he was with the Athletics. Let me see what he was with the Yankees. Who he, still has the number? I'm going to stop listening to reggae. He played uh, for the Padres? He played for a lot of people. He, get, he yeah. got real old and kept playing because he, like he loved four, to play he, he, he was like 40, 45 <laughs> or 46 when he retired. Wow. Uh, when he was with the Yankees, he had the same uh, same haircut as Philip Michael Thomas. I guess everybody did back then. I know my dad did. <laughs> I'll give this a, uh, a, tw- a 28 for being very smooth reggae. Well, here he is with a 35. Keep going up, Dave. Keep going up. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm holding it 24. I want to give it a 12 because it's just a real nice reggae song. So we got a 19.75. That is Nyat Yacht Rock. Send your Yacht and Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock. Hashtag Yacht or Yacht. That hashtag is, is extremely helpful. I'd say required. Go to yachtandyacht.com to look at the Yachtski scale. That's put on by Webmeister Patrickology at Handglops. Find the certified Yacht uh, Spotify playlist by following J.D. Riznar on Spotify. That's archived by Samuel J. Hill at S. Hill, the voice. The playlist is archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoit for updates. Uh, it's fun to watch on YouTube because there's some of the songs have videos. You get to see what these people look like, especially Michael Jackson. We've never seen him before. I heard there's a new video about him out. Yeah, it's a, it's like a four-hour preamble to his new music video. Oh wow! You thought, oh, man, I thought the Smooth Criminal preamble was long. Can't wait to see, can't wait to see this new, this new music video he's got coming out. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram, like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate review us on iTunes, go to yachtrock.com for useful experience, theme and bumper by Ocean City Defender. Thank you, Matt Brusso. I'm on Drunk History this week. Oh, I saw that. I saw the preview for it. If you listen to this on Thursday, it debuted two nights ago. Check it out on theinternet.com. I drink champagne. I haven't seen it. I drink champagne. Tell a story of a guy. Yeah, a guy getting murdered four times. They're not done with history yet. Uh, Didn't Derek say this was the last season? He always says that. Uh, That way it's not a surprise if it gets canceled. Then he realizes, oh, I'm making money. Mm -hmm. I should continue making a living. And I love drinking with JD. It's my one chance a year. Yeah, you're one of the regulars on that. Not everybody gets to do that. So honored.
Also, Hot Streets. Another thing I'm on TV right is uh, every uh-huh. Sunday night. Remember, 11.59 Where did uh, Where'd you shoot the last one? Don't worry about it. Goodbye, everyone. Star Bands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.